Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast, where you learn about advanced wealth building strategies from real estate investing to creating massive ROI and secure retirement profits. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, grab a notepad, and lean in. Because Big Mike has got the mic, starting now. Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. I'm the Big Mike, Mike Zlatnik. Today, it is my distinct pleasure and a privilege to welcome Jimmy Shields. Hi, Jimmy. Hey, buddy. Good to see you, Mike. Good to see you, too. Uh, Jimmy is a good friend of many years. Uh, he resides in Jacksonville area, right on the beach, uh, near, uh, was it near San, San Agustin. St. Augustine, just outside of St. Augustine. It's one of the oldest cities in the country, right? Oldest city in America. Yep, Ponce de Leon. That's right. And uh, you live there with uh, wife and kids. How many kids you got? Four kids, ranging from three to 16. So we're all over the boards. That's right. And um, you have a great service that you offer our families. You, you're a real estate investor of many years. You're, you do that, but you also do 18 summers. Yeah, so, we started 18 summers as a family education business. We do consulting for entrepreneur families and different talks and workshops. Yeah, just making sure as you're growing your business, you stay successful at home. That's really important. And now couldn't be more relevant. We are in this uh, COVID-19 crisis. We're in the great shutdown, social distancing. We are sitting uh, at home. We're working from home as much as we can, obviously. And we have family. We're on top of each other. Kids are not going Mm -hmm. to school, uh, not going to college, not. Uh, exercising. So how's the new reality um, impacting family relationships? And give us some some thoughts on on, um, what should people do with their family, with their kids to try to uh, manage the the, the current. It's a crisis, but it's also an opportunity. Maybe build a better family relation. Well said, Mike. It's a crisis and an opportunity. I always like to imagine and something that I've been doing with clients, it might sound a little woo-woo, but it's if you stop and think of, of your 75-year-old self, okay? Mike, hopefully you still got a full head of hair, you know, you're still slinging real estate deals, and, uh, you know, but what would that 75-year-old self say to you now at, at, in your 40s? And for me, being 45, that's 30 years down the road, I think my 75-year-old self would be saying to me, holy cow. Yeah, business had some, some you know, temporary setbacks. You've dealt with that before. But look at this. Your family's young. They're all home. They're all healthy. We're able to have conversation. You know, it, w- it was an unbelievable time frame of where most people say to me, gosh, I just want to slow down and be with my family. That has been brought upon us involuntarily, so we might as well make the most of it. Yes, you're going to still have heaviness in business. Yes, you're going to still have some problems with this new integration. But it is, I see it, Mike, not barring, you know, the terrible things before we got on about our mutual friends that are suffering from the virus, not barring that, but saying, how do we look at this differently? And I just believe 30 years down the road, my 75-year-old self would be saying, this is, can, do you, don't you remember that? that was, we had food, we had water, we were all healthy, we were all together. So I think just reframing that as a starting point um, for all of this, Mike. Uh, the thing, um, and does that make sense? Yes, it does. It's um, um, giving yourself a perspective. Always looking back helps. Actually, last night I was looking at the pictures of my family a couple of years ago, and then time flies. It's just you don't even realize that if you don't 
live in the, in the current, if you don't spend enough time with your family, even a couple of years down the road, you, you, you realize you, you're talking about 30 years down the road. I'm talking about a couple of years down the road. Yeah. You could have done more with your kids. Because exactly. they, they, they grow fast. And, and uh, depending Absolutely. on the age of your kids, it's, it's really important to try to uh, spend more time with them, uh, build the bonds that last a lifetime. And even just living in the moment, it's, it's both. It's a crisis and it's an opportunity that forces you to spend time with your kids. And uh, um, a little bit of dis disruption when, when, you, when, when they're on top of you. But at the same time, it's a great opportunity to actually go play some board games with kids, uh, have a chat with kids, uh, help them with their homework, stuff like yep. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, that's, and you're hitting the nail on the head, Mike. That's why we named the company 18 Summers. Because I had a mentor of mine talk about life changes after his daughter's left. And he's 75, great health still. But he says, my daughters and I are very close, but it's different. Those first 18 summers take hold of them. And I started to dig into the statistics around that. And they said the average person will spend 85% of the time they ever have with their children by the end of their 18th summer. Because, you know, the, the amount of opportunity starts to delineate because you're, you know, they're off at college or going into their own life. So when you start to do that math, it's unbelievable. So for if you have kids over the age of 18 and now you're all brought back together, wow, you're, you're getting like bonus time with them. That might not have ever happened. And if your kids are under the age of 18, do the math. You know, those, those summers go by quick and that's just one example of season, but it, it's really important. And I think that's one good thing that's coming about this is families taking center stage again, which is for a lot of real estate investors I've worked with. That's why I, I still do both is, you know, we went into real estate investing for our own freedom, for our own path, uh, and to be able to do things with our family that we couldn't do as kids. At least that's a common story that I had. And now we're getting, we wanted that, but it's almost like careful what you wish for, because now we're all together. So for the last few weeks, Mike, as you can imagine, we've been super busy. My wife has been handling a lot of calls. I've been handling a lot of interviews and calls for how do we, how do we make the most of this? How do we make this help our family grow and not destroy our family relationships? You know, because I've had some pretty heavy calls and I've come up with a couple of things that I think we can talk about today for a few minutes that might give, you know, your, your listeners a few ideas of support during this time that we're all in together. Sure. Uh, that would be great to hear. What are some of the best ideas you have right now for the families? I know you have the one-on-one -on -one time. That is your number one. I do. One-on-one one, one -on -one time is huge, and it's going to be a little harder to have, but like for me, I can still, I'm probably going to go fishing with my oldest son tomorrow um, because we're still allowed out to go down to certain bodies of water, and we're going to go fishing just one-on-one. -on -one. So there are probably opportunities for one-on-one. -on -one. I would also encourage with your spouse, have some time at night where you're having a cup of tea or a glass of wine where you're having a conversation. Get one-on-one. -on -one. You, you should be speaking with your spouse through this. At least that's... I, what entrepreneurs do or investors do a lot, Mike, is they hold themselves off and they don't talk to anyone. I'm not saying to unload all the problems of, of the economies right now to your spouse, but have conversation. So one-on-one -on -one is huge. And we are navigating new ground here, Mike. This has not happened before. It's never been forced so quickly or so abruptly or in such mass. So one thing we have to all lay out for each other, whether you're the dad, the mom, kids, whatever it is, we are all still learning. That's a lesson. I think I, I joked with you in one of the last talks I gave, you know, my, my five-year-old daughter, I remember, gave a karate kick to my three-year-old son after watching Kung Fu Panda. 
and it scared me. And I yelled from across the room, oh, what are you doing? You could have hurt him. You know, and I felt bad for yelling. So I brought her back and said, I don't want you to hurt your brother. It was really, you know, that, that was kind of dangerous. She said, oh, dad, it's okay. We're all, we're all still learning. That's okay. And that just became a mantra for our family where it's like, none of us know how to ma manage this. Not you, Mike, not me. This is new. So if we all just take that attitude instead of, man, you should have known better. I'm on a podcast right now. You should have known better. I was, you know, I, I had to do this school project and you're, you're, you're coming in while I'm doing it. Whatever it is, we're all still learning. And if everyone can take that approach, it takes away that you should have known better because it's that you should have known better, like expecting each of us to have, you know, have a perfect understanding of what's going on and how to adapt and, and work together. We don't. So the first thing is, you know, realize that we're all still learning. Um, the second thing, Mike, which, which, you know, I talk a lot about is I'm in Florida. So I, when, when we have a hurricane here going through, you know, things really start to shut down and you're a lot of times I used to be, I've gotten better at it. You'd be glued to the news. There'd be the same update every seven minutes. You know, they repurpose the, what they had just said a half hour ago and they do it again. The biggest thing I'm seeing, whether it's from the adults down to the kids, is they are over inundated with the technology. And a lot of it is bad updates that we, we want to stay informed, but we don't need to know the coronavirus count every 12 minutes. We don't. Because what that's going to do, it's going to take away deep work from them doing their school from you handling your, your, your business needs and, and protecting your investors and, and working with them. So we, we really have to do some, what I'm calling tech distancing. We're all talking about social distancing. We have some tech distancing that needs to be done. Now, one of the best ways that I've learned is to start small. I'm trying to put myself into certain times where I am completely and totally unavailable to social media and email and phone, where I'm doing talks, I'm listening to a webinar about the economy and what it's supposed to be doing. I'm talking to investors, whatever it is, I'm separating. And people say, well, what's a starting point? For me, Mike, a starting point is this. We're home. We have this, we have this time together. Well, one of the old-fashioned ways of regrounding family life is family dinner. And now we pretty much have to have it together. Now, I came across, I taught with a, a school district up in New Jersey last year. And they came to me with an incredible statistic. And it said, I think I told you this one. It said the average person, the average family, 60 years ago, dinner was about 90 minutes. Now, the average time length for dinner now, 12 minutes. 12 minutes. And a big part of that is we've all gotten into a hurry to get back to some Facebook thread or TikTok or whatever it is, check an email. I just got a text. What I'm starting to challenge people is to start to feel a little bit of that tech stress shedding is pick a time for dinner every day and have everyone's electronics off for an hour to an hour and a half. This will bring back conversation. This will take away scare tactics where you're getting hit with news all the time. Again, I'm not saying not stay informed, but have grounding for the people in front of you. Give yourself a little bit of a break from, from all of it. Um, you know, it, it, that is absolutely key. And I found that the people that are shutting off at least for an hour and a half a day around dinner time with their whole family, it's, it's a decompression. You're feeling more relaxed. You're, you're having conversation. You're not getting inundated with a statistic right then or, or a, a call that is a pretty heavy call. Um, and that's another part that I'll talk about. But again, starting with that. And the second part, Mike, of tech distancing is 
you're, we're going to be taking some big calls. You know, I had a call last week where a, a friend of mine, he's firing thousands of employees. He's in retail. He has no choice at this point. So it's a pretty heavy call. I don't want to take those calls in front of my children. I'm keeping them informed. My teenagers, I'm keeping especially informed. I think they should know. My toddlers, I'm having different conversations with. But I encourage people with the tech distancing, not only to shut off for themselves sometimes, but when they're handling stuff at work, and if you're not used to working at home, or even you do work at home, but now your kids are there, make sure you're being aware to separate. Because we're going over some pretty big financial um, issues, some big challenges possibly with clients, calming people down of fears. Make sure you separate uh, from that. Don't, don't just pick up that call or that text. Also, another thing, as you know, if you pick up that text, let's say, Mike, you have an investor that they're, they're, they're doing great in your fund, they're safe, but they just lost a ton of money in their business because they were in restaurant or retail. And you're getting that text and you get that text where they're giving you a really sad update. You're going you're gonna to wear that on your face. And like I said, I, I, my daughter, when I was getting one, he said, Daddy, why are you so mad at me? And I wasn't even paying attention to her. I was paying attention to the text. So taking the news, handling the calls, even if you have to go into the closet in your bedroom, just do that. Uh, because if we try to have a weird integration where we're always available, we're in front of our family, we're taking a call, we're doing that, you will, it, 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 can, it can cause anxiety. It can cause confusion. It can cause um, discomfort. And we don't want to do that. Uh, I'm going to translate and just use a different term. Um, yeah, don't multitask right now. It's almost yes. like stay focused. Uh, and in general, multitasking concept is, uh, is dangerous a little bit. But what you're saying is have family time, quality time without tech gizmos, which is really hard. I mean, that point that you just made uh, about the dinner time is remarkable. We just had a few birthdays in, last week. Um, and we had dinner. Again, it was... <laughs> <laughs> being on, on, on a, in a video chat with other relatives who are five minutes away because of a social distancing, not having them come, up, uh, come, yeah. come over, close relatives, is a little bit disappointing. It but uh, the, the challenge is we, we, we can't. We can't do it because we can't risk, especially uh, elder relatives, parents. You can't, you know, too much risk. But one of the interesting things, uh, you spend more time actually talking with your parents uh, every day now. I mean, if you haven't, uh, I talk to my mother every day now. I, I, I wasn't talking to her before every day, every few days, but my mother is turning 90 and, and uh, it's, it's sort of the strange, it, it, it reminds you life is fragile, life is, um, can, can break. I mean, events like this could break life. So you spend yeah. more time uh, on the phone uh, or, or, or you know, Zoom or uh, FaceTime. But the same thing, that back to the observation. So we have the, the, the birthday uh, dinner, and, and normally we're here for a few hours, right? Together at the table. Yeah. In a virtual environment, it was hard. You basically sit there and you're right. You, you, it's, it's the, the amount of time is, is cut a little bit because of this. Because you, 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 you can't be at the table without tech gizmos. You can't have your, you can't see your family. So now the dinner now is literally with the, uh, iPhone in hand and having the conversation. Um, but I agree with you. Having a, a break from, the, um, from technology is very helpful. Anyway, uh, back to uh, 18 summers. When the whole thing is over, hopefully, <laughs> soon, 
will take longer than we think. Uh, you know, it's, it looks like we are now in a longer shutdown, and it, nobody knows exactly how long it'll take. But when this whole thing is over, uh, just talk a little bit about 18 summers. What what do you normally do? You have events, people come down to Jacksonville area, or do you, where do you run them, and what yeah, do they look do like? We do family retreats. Again, as you said, Mike, I believe that the best way to strengthen family life is to separate the parts to strengthen the whole. You know, I joke, I, I, I love big family gatherings, you know, coming from an Irish Catholic family. I, I had like 7,000 cousins, you know, and it, it's it, big family gatherings are great. But I found that especially with our teens or things like that, one on one time is important. One on one time is important with our spouse. So we usually do retreats down here. Um, in Florida, one parent, one child, it's a group of investors or entrepreneurs coming down. Uh, we also come up, like I told you, we were supposed to be in New York hosting for an entrepreneur group uh, with families. So we do different workshops and retreats and talks. That That's our main thing. We also are now, since there's been such a pressure, we have a micro course online because a lot of people are wanting to start practicing our principles while they're together. So that's that's the main theme of our company. Our goal is, again, there's so much out there, Mike, for success in our business but there's not a lot out there to help businessmen and businesswomen succeed at home. And that is the focus of everything that we do, whether it's our retreats, our talks, our workshops, or our micro courses. We want to give you tools, strategies, and frameworks that are easy to understand, easy to apply, and see results consistently to keep family life strong as you continue to have a strong business. We don't want to take away ambition. We just want both of them to grow together. And that makes a lot of sense. And given the current environment, have you thought about running uh, virtual events? So number of masterminds, and you know, you, you know some of them will go to, to together, the Freedom Founders, the Collective Genius. They are unlikely to run the next event in person, probably uh, it's going to be all virtual, whatever that yep. means. Um, so are you thinking to do something similar for 18 summers? We are. We are. Because in what a good time, we're, and I'll, I'll keep you posted on that, Mike, we're starting to get more requests for that. So to have this time, since everyone's together, we might as well make the most. I love face-to-face -face time. You know what I mean? I, this is a great conversation, but when you and I are together in San Diego at a nice spot and we're, we're having a conversation, it, it can go for two hours and we're like, wait, what just happened? So like you said, it's a little hard virtually, but what I've found is we make do with the best we have and that's what we have right now. And it's even more important. And I think that's going to be what you and I see, Mike, with the masterminds we're in, the different things, even, even my own family events. You're going to have to really hit on the absolute best stuff. You're going to have to craft it even that much better because you are not face-to-face, -face, so attentions can, can wean a little more. So I think the quality of the content and the action steps is going to have to get even better, and that's going to help us all. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. It's sort of um, efficiency in this online environment. Um, you're more efficient. You're you know, if you, as long as the sessions are short and focused, at least my observation, you yeah. could do better rather than in a you know in, a, in an event you could you could go to listen to two hour lecture. It's harder to do it virtually, but you could do fewer. Uh, you could do more sessions, just a little bit more focus sessions. The, the one one challenge is going to be, and I'm, I'm sure you can work out any kind of exercises that that you do, um, some kind of you know mini workshops. I guess you could do technology now is so good that yeah. you could you could pull a server in front of people. You could do a lot of these you know using techno tools. So 
Anyway, what's the website? If people wanted to uh, reach out to you. Yeah, uh, if you want to learn more about what we do, just go to uh, www.18summers.com or they can look up my, my book um, that was an Amazon bestseller called The Family Board Meeting. And that goes into some of our principles of, of what I think will help keep your family grounded and connected through any business success or failures. So 18 summers, number 18, that spelled out 18. One eight summers.com. Yes, sir. That's great. Jimmy, I greatly appreciate your wisdom, your thoughts. Uh, we try to keep these short. Uh, yeah, maybe make sure people have uh, <laughs> the attention span doesn't uh, drift. So anyway, any parting thoughts? Again, thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your focus on family time. It's a very different perspective from many other folks I've interviewed. They are, you know, the real estate guys, different types of, but for you, it's, you, you are the, um, what do you call it? The, the family doctor. There's, there's yeah. other doctors, the economic doctors, and you know, the family doctor, sort of, the yeah. quality of life, family quality of life. No, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm a work in progress every day. No, there is no perfect family, and I'm definitely not perfect. But one thing I realize is the days are long, the years are short. Just remember that right now while you're holed up, the, the days are long, but the years are short. I think we'll look back on this as, as you said, Mike, an opportunity and be, be patient with each other. And, and there are lots of silver linings, so take advantage of them. Yeah, great advice. Be present. That's, that's the most important. Uh, Very so. much so. Thank you, Jimmy, again. Thank you. Thanks, uh, I, I, by the way, I appreciate your such great, humble approach. To me, you know, the humble is probably one of the most important words and how you, you, you deliver such a great message with such humbleness. So thank you again. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. Thank you for listening to the Big Mike Fun Podcast. To receive your copy of Mike's How to Choose a Smart Real Estate Fun Book, head to BigMikeFun.com or visit Amazon and type Mike Zlotnick. Keep listening and keep investing Big Mike style. See you on the next episode.